So there's this guy, Tom, and he just moves into a neighborhood very recently. He loved his house, but there was one thing he just couldn't get, couldn't understand, couldn't stand. See, his neighbor, his neighbor, let's call him Mr. Tan, right? So Mr. Tan had this dog that kept howling literally every day, nonstop, day in, day out. This dog is howling nonstop. So initially, Tom just thought this dog's, it's going through a phase, right? It's very temporary. Uh, So he ignored the howls and he just expected at some point in time, this is going to stop. But it didn't. It just kept howling. This dog's howling. One day passes. Nothing changes. Two days pass. Still howling. Three days. Five days. One week. Two weeks. One month. Still howling. No signs of stopping. Ow! Finally, Tom can't take it anymore. Finally, one day he walks over to Mr. Tan's house to figure out what the heck is going on. Sure enough, there's the dog. Sitting on the front porch, howling pitifully to anyone that will walk by. On the other hand, he looks and he sees Mr. Tan. Now, Mr. Tan's relaxing on a bench, uh, just reading the newspaper, just sipping on his cup of coffee, acting like it's no big deal. Mr. Tan's just sitting there, not paying any attention. Wondering what's happening, so Tom finally goes up to Mr. Tan and is like, hi, Mr. Tan, is this your dog? Mr. Tan goes, which dog? Like he doesn't know. And he says, oh, yeah, that, that dog, yeah. Yeah, that's my dog. And he goes, Tom says, why is he howling? And Mr. Tan goes, well, he's sitting on a nail. Tom goes, sitting on a nail? And then Tom gives him a bewildered look. Okay, well... Why doesn't he just get off the nail, says Tom. Well, Tom, Mr. Tan says, before taking a slow sip of his coffee and gives his reply. He says, he doesn't get up because it doesn't hurt bad enough yet. So today's podcast is on the pain of the same. And really, it's all about this story with this dog on this nail, right? Now, in this story, we got three different point of views that we can see this from, right? So the first point of view is Tom, 
right? It's the bewildered outsider. It's the person that's like, what is happening? What is going on, right? Um, and we are Tom so often when we're talking about somebody else's pain. We just don't see it. We know they're in pain, but we don't understand it. We don't understand why. We can see it so clearly, we understand it. We have a deep sense of empathy when we see somebody's pain. Um, and we wanna just kinda come in and fix it, right? We wanna come in and just like fix the problem because we, from our outsider perspective, from our disassociated from the dog perspective, we know what's best, we know how to come in, we know how to solve it, right? We are very used to the Tom frame when we're dealing with somebody else's pain, right? Let me tell you what to do. Let me tell you how we can best fix this little issue, right? We're the expert. We know best. We know how to deal with this silly little issue and we can help you, right? This frame is the frame that we, it's the advice frame, it's the we know best frame, it's the lemon, come here, let me show you how it works frame, right? Uh, it's that idea of we can fix this pain and we know how to fix this pain for you. You just need to listen to us, right? Listen to us. We got all the answers. We know exactly what to tell you what to do. You just listen to us. You don't even need to think for yourself. We're gonna solve this problem for you. We're gonna fix this pain for you, right? Because we know best. And we know what's wrong with you. We can just, you just, you just do these easy steps and it's not even an issue, right? First frame, easiest one to connect with, right? I understand what's wrong. I can tell you what to do. I can fix your problem. Now we see the world from all these different frames, right? So let's look at frame number two. Frame number two, what frame is that? That's Mr. Tan's view. Mr. Tan, right? He is the person that sits with the person in pain, right? But he's kind of over it. He really doesn't care anymore. He's gotten so used to the howling, He's gotten so used to the whining. He's gotten so used to the complaining. He kind of doesn't care. He kind of doesn't really do anything. Right? And Mr. Tan, it feels like in the story, right? It feels like in the story, Mr. Tan forgets his empathy. It feels like Mr. Tan forgets what it's like to step on a nail and how bad it hurts. It feels like sometimes Mr. Tan like just got impatient with things and just decided to turn down the caring knob. He decided, let's not worry about this so much. Let's not care about this so much. That's his dog. Could you imagine like seeing and feeling your dog in so much pain but choosing to do nothing about it? Could you imagine feeling that way about your dog? Let's look at it a little bit more. What else might Mr. Tan be thinking? Maybe he's thinking this situation and the fact the dog won't move is just too painful to connect to. Wow. Like, I can't feel that pain with you anymore because you won't change. Interesting, right? I think sometimes I especially 
have been in situations or positions where I have to distance myself a little bit. Because, like, you're in pain now. And I can't sit there in pain with you anymore because I care about you too much. Like, now I don't sit right there. I can't. It's not within my, my frame of ability to do. I can't watch someone just sit there, choose to be in pain, and be there, like, all the time. Like, unless we have a really deep, close relationship. Otherwise, it's not something I really have the ability to do. But sometimes the best thing you can do with people in pain is sit with them. You notice Mr. Tan sits away from the dog. He's not with the dog. Sometimes I think somebody needs to believe in us enough to take action so we can borrow their belief to choose to change. But Mr. Tan's not with the dog anymore, right? Mr. Tan doesn't connect emotionally with the dog anymore, right? Mr. Tan doesn't give the dog a belief in something different enough to maybe that the dog can believe in himself enough to choose to get off that thing, right? Again, this is a problematic frame. And here's the thing. We recognize Tom's point of view. We don't look at Mr. Tan's point of view. We don't consider our own involvement in what Mr. Tan does. But sometimes we're just like that too. We get impatient. We don't want to hear it anymore. We're emotionally over somebody's pain. We're just dead to it. It's a problematic frame. And I'm not saying maybe Mr. Tan didn't have a good reason for it. Because I told you myself, at times I too need some distance from someone in a painful situation in which they choose not to do something different. Right? That's a hard one. Now here's the frame, the third frame, the frame that we don't want to look at very much, right? We like the first one. Sometimes we're the second one, but we don't think about that often. But sometimes, 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 sometimes we are the dog on the nail, whining and complaining to anybody that will come by to heal our, to hear our little tale of woe. Woe is me, this hurts so much. Let me let everybody know how much it hurts. But how we see it when it's somebody else. But we still sit on nails today. There is a nail you're stuck on. There's a nail I'm still stuck on. For me, it's uh, still dealing with worthiness, right? I still, like, I gotta go almost out in the world and prove my worthiness. And I just heard that uh, classes might not be in person in fall. And, like, that's a place where I feel so worthy because I help people so much. And, like, I'm sad because I can't go do it because I need affirmations over and over again of my worthiness. And if I don't have them, I, ooh, ooh, I'm whining. Oh, nobody's hired me to do any public speaking recently. Oh, I'm whining because I haven't won any awards recently. Oh, am I worth it? Am I good enough? I'm still in pain. But I gotta decide to get off the nail. And that takes some hard truth with you sometimes. 
because the truth is sometimes we just get comfortable with the pain we get so comfortable with pain we miss it when it leaves we miss it when it leaves can you think about that think about that and you're like no no Navi. inclusive activist I don't know about that I don't know if I believe that I don't know if I can accept that it's true think about it have you ever been in a relationship and when you break up you missed yelling at somebody or somebody yelling at you you like miss the yelling you miss the arguments like you're like oh at least back then I knew somebody liked me enough to argue with me and then you bring this new pattern you bring your nail you bring this nail to your new relationship and you get in fights with this other person so they can prove how much they like you because the argument's so deep so hard so energy filled right you bring the pain of the same with you to this new relationship or if you're single, you bring the pain of the same with you because you feel bad that nobody cares about you enough to yell at you. Until you're single enough, you spend enough time alone that you realize maybe it's a good thing that somebody's not yelling at you. You're like, nobody's yelling at me today. Nobody's mad at me today. Nobody talked about how I didn't do my dish. It wasn't that big of a deal. Nobody told me how bad I was today. And you're like, I don't know, maybe I like this a little bit. Maybe I don't need somebody yelling at me all the time. Maybe, maybe it's okay that I'm by myself. Maybe, maybe with this time that I'm by myself, I can learn my love myself enough that I don't need to argue with somebody else. Maybe I can learn to love myself enough. Ooh, here it is, right? Maybe I can learn to love myself enough to get off the nail and think I don't deserve that pain anymore. Because there's all types of pain, right? There's the pain of not being enough. There's the, the pain of not dreaming big enough to like really get everything you hope for. You, so you sit on a nail of complacency thinking you're worth the life that you're living right now because you won't try something different. So you sit on the pain of the same instead of like choosing the pain of something different, something that could push you to something, right? Like think about it, like you don't sleep good, but you don't work out and you don't eat well and you don't take care of yourself enough. Like you don't get the things done that you need to get done. So at night you can just sleep and rest because you don't have to be worrying about all the things you need to do because you procrastinate all the time. Procrastination, it's the nail of the pain of the same thing over and over again. So I ask you, what nail are you sitting on? What pain of the same have you gotten so comfortable with? It's become your story. Like, you're sitting there and every person that passes by, you tell them that painful story. You tell them that painful story. All the time. The pain, the pain, the pain. But you don't choose to do something different. Now, I'm not saying some people can't choose to do something different based on their situation or their circumstances. That happens. 
sometimes the pain of the same is acute because there's nothing else you can do, right? Although I would challenge you, there's something else or there's somebody else, right? But sometimes we need, like if you're sitting on a nail, sometimes you need somebody to be like, help me, help me. I'm sitting on a nail, help me get out. But are you asking for help? Are you reaching out for help? Are you reaching to find someone to help you off that nail? Are you so comfortable sitting on that same nail day in and day out and don't choose to do something different? Some of it is you gotta see yourself as somebody worth not having to deal with this pain of the same again and again and again. Remember this story. This story changed my life, right? Three people, right? The first one is the bewildered outsider. What's wrong? What's happening? Why don't you just get up? This is easy. Fix this problem, right? Sometimes when it's easy, we're not connecting with people in pain enough that they can choose to get up, right? Sometimes we're the person that's just gone deaf to the pain of others around us. We don't hear about their pain of the same. We don't have any empathy for it because it's not our pain. Because we forget we got off that nail. We forgot about the nail we're currently on. I don't know that anybody's not on some nail. Somebody's suffering through some nail moment. But they're not changing anything, right? Sometimes we don't help people off their nails because we're like, I'm sick of them whining. I'm sick of their pain. They deserve their situation. They deserve their circumstances. Boy, but when it comes to your nail, oh, we want somebody to be there. We want someone to care. We want someone to be there with us, help us, right? Sometimes when we're in frame one, the bewildered outsider, we have to connect enough and believe enough with somebody on the nail that they can borrow your belief in them. They can borrow that belief that you have in them to believe they're good enough, that they have the ability, that they've got the worth, that things can change, right? But you gotta have your hand out there to them. And you gotta tell them, you know what? You know what, I sat on some nails too. I sat on some nails for a really long time. And I made some mistakes. But I don't have to keep making those mistakes anymore. It's funny, because when we're, the, when we're in frame one, the bewildered outsider, we're just like, what are you doing, stupid? Get up. What are you doing, stupid? Get up. Does that help me get off my nail? It makes me feel stupid. It makes me feel like I'm not worth it. it. Makes me don't feel like I don't have anybody that understands my situation enough. And so I choose to stay on the nail because nobody believes in me enough that I can borrow their belief. They are like, I've had this problem too. I've been there. I've felt this. Let me tell you about my pain because I've had it. I've experienced it. Can I get up? Can I get off? Can I do something different? If you really want to help people off the nail, you need to think about your nails. You need to think about how long you are on your nails. You need to think about all the excuses you gave yourself to stay on those nails. And then give yourself the excuse. Give yourself, put yourself around people that believe in you enough to give you the help the hand up, but remember how you sat there. Remember how stuck you were. Remember how it felt. Because we're all on some nail, some way, some shape, some form, somehow. 
we need people that believe in us enough that we can think about maybe not having the pain of the same again. Maybe we can do something different because it's going to hurt to get up too. That's not an easy process at either. You're gonna, your muscles are going to hurt. You haven't stepped up in a while. Your back's going to get sore because you've been sitting on the nail so long. But it's a new pain. It's a pain of growth. We talked about this before in another podcast, right? Distress is choosing to sit on the nail and stay in the pain of the same again and again and again. Ow! I'm in distress. You stress is reaching up. Ouch! Oh, this hurts. Ow! Gosh! Oh, that's still sore. That's the pain of changing to something new changing to something different and understanding it's a process it doesn't happen overnight you're gonna and here's the thing one day you get off the nail and then sometimes you forget and you sit right back down again it's not a either or it's not a one and done process it takes a while before you get off the nail it takes a while before you choose not to go sit on the nail again it takes some time because the pain of the same, we're just so used to. We're just used to pain. But is, is the pain serving you? Is it helping you? Is it making you grow? Or is it keeping you stuck? Is it keeping you in the same space? Is it not allowing you to grow? So today, we talked about the story of the dog on the nail. One of my favorite stories of all time. We considered frame number one, the bewildered outsider that can't understand why someone would choose to do this thing. And it's kind of like too much of a hurry to be a savior to really be of any use and they also don't remember that they've been in a situation like this before so they're not always that helpful right sometimes we become the person like mr tan mr tan just couldn't hear it anymore chose not to reach out anymore chose not to help anymore and sometimes you might need to do that too right if there's someone that's just in a dark spot and you can't help them and you need to take care of yourself first Maybe you don't sit around the dog on the nail. Maybe go find a new dog, right? Because sometimes it's okay to cut some people out of your life. But remember frames one and frames three and see that you've spent enough time in those frames before you just leave. Because people ask me all the time, what do I do about toxic people? What do I do with toxic people in my life? And I tell them, well, don't you do some toxic things? And how are you working on your toxicity? Like, recognize, we're all toxic a little bit. We're all going through some toxic stuff. We all spray some toxic stuff on other people, right? If we can own our toxicity and tell people about the pain of our toxicness and how we're attempting to do better, sometimes it gives space or place for other people to evolve and grow. But if someone's stuck on a nail, maybe it's time to go till they decide it's time to get up. Because I don't think I've ever heard of anybody deciding to get up for somebody else. It doesn't work that way. The pain of the same just doesn't happen. you got to decide when it hurts bad enough yet. Have you been stuck in a situation for a long period of time? Uh, have you been hurting for a long period of time and you don't know what to do? Consider maybe you're just a dog and maybe you decided to sit on a nail. And maybe you need to first think about what would it feel like if I decided to get up? What would life look like? How would it feel? How would it be different, right? So we talked about the frame of the bewildered outsider, the disempathetic 
um, owner that maybe needs to create some space or maybe needs to dive back into feeling and understand they've been in the space before. And then the frame that's most important, the one we got to remember it on most, is like we're all the dog on the nail sometimes. What are we going to do? Are we going to be empathetic or are we going to be that voice? Or are we going to like say, you know what, I used to sit on nails too. Why don't you get up? Let's play ball. Let's go for a walk. Let's get some water. Let's get something to eat. Let's do something different. Let's engage in the pain of change instead of engaging in the pain of the same. Oh, I like that. The pain of the same or the pain of change. Which one do you want to embrace? I love that I stepped on that. So with that, um, that's all I have for you today. Um, just check it in on uh, life these days. I'm really trying to take care of myself. I'm working out in the garage. The pain of the change is happening in the garage in the heat. Uh, doing a lot of uh, about an hour and 15 minutes like push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups with all the things that I have listed there. I'm doing a hike every day to take care of myself. I'm trying to meditate once a day, but that's been kind of shaky recently. But it's been good over the course of the pandemic. And... Um, not able to get out and help people that much. I do want to try to go and donate blood, and that's like a nail I'm choosing to sit on because I could choose to do something that would take me to a place of change, but I haven't made that choice yet. Um, I really want to do it because part of uh, my soul is longing for the ability to help someone else. Um, but this podcast about the pain of the same or the pain of change is for you, my friend. It's my way of reaching out and trying to connect with you. So with that, if you have any thoughts or ideas, you can leave me a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. You can leave me a comment if you're watching this on Facebook. You can email me at inclusiveactivism at cox.net. Um, I'm not sure if my voicemail line is still working, but 860-576-9393. 860-576-9393 is another place you can reach me at or on. But now I'm going to try to do these podcasts on YouTube as well as do the podcast through uh, the regular pod server. So if you want to see my face through this whole thing, uh, go ahead and head over to YouTube and look, at, look for inclusive activism, the pain of the same or the pain of change. Uh, and that can help you with some of that stuff. But really, this was about us being stuck in the pain of same and understanding that there's the opportunity to get out. So with that, I bestow peace and blessings upon you. I ask you to look for the people in your life that you can reach out to to help them out with the pain of their same and help them change. Be a change agent. Make a difference in the life of someone else. And I wish the best for you. Take care.